Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. And the past couple of Sundays, we've been talking about praying, which is a vision, yeah, and then preaching, which is evangelism, a form of marketing in the business. And this morning, we're going to talk about pastoring. I'm looking at Mona, just to make sure I'm on the right page, <laughs> yeah? But they've told me and warned me, Stanley, that I should never ask them anymore if they have to send greetings. They always have greetings to send. So I'm going to allow them to send greetings. Why don't you help me, first of all, celebrate them for coming out every single morning to add value to us. You are welcome, and go ahead and share, send your greetings, your shout-outs and all of that. I will not ask you again. I repent. <laughs> uh, morning, everybody. Uh, as I was reflecting on, on, on the preparations we, we were discussing and talking, it, it, you know that sentence about your life flashes before mm-hmm. you, and I thought about everybody that has added to our lives, to my life, but to all our lives. I reflected and I thought everybody has those people, right from parents to caregivers to the teachers that started to employers, coaches, mentors. And then the phrase that came to mind was it takes a village. It takes a village village to raise raise a child. child, So this is to all our villages, the villages that have been in our past, our present, that will be in our future. We are all villages. We are all part of villages particularly those that bring out the best in us. Mm. So this, this, this uh, segment mm. is dedicated to them, and we thank them, and may we be those strong villagers. Come on, people. Why don't we celebrate our networks, our friends, people who lift us, encourage us. And I know even here at Business Girl, this is a village as exactly. well. It takes a village to raise a business, yeah. right? Yeah. Director. My, <laughs> my greetings to to the people I work with. Come on. The people in Vine Pharmaceuticals. Um, they're amazing people. Mm. Just this Wednesday, they decided to go and do charity work. Wow. So we decided to help businesses. The very help that we thought we needed. So there's a, a lady we bought five sacks of charcoal for. Wow. Um, that is the push she needed. Another lady, we bought for her a popcorn machine. Mm. Um, she cried. Um, that makes everything yeah. makes it worth, worth it, yeah? even the suffering. Yeah. Uh, we go through the stress, the, the, the fights we go through, all worth, worth the, 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 the effort. Yeah, so I thank you so much, everyone who works with Vine. You're lovely, and um, it's quite a, a pleasure. Come on, people, why don't you celebrate the Vine Pharmacy team for adding value to their communities. When you spoke about um, them going out to do charity work, I remembered a group of people who, this past week, we've had Proclaim, a minister's gathering to equip pastors. Come on, yes, let me hear it for them. And there's a group of businesses that made a decision to sponsor Proclaim. Wow. Yeah, they did. They gave towards Proclaim. They said, let these pastors and ministers be equipped. And they put their money to it. And I want to send them greetings. I want to send greetings to Harvest International School. Come on, people. Let me hear it for them. 
Dagon Rogan, Code Clinic, Grace City Church, The City Church, Apt Media, Vine Pharmacy, Sapphire, Savannah, Momentum Leadership Group, Harvest Institute, Missingi Poultry, Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative, Upper Room, Gold Mine, Beautiful Moments, and Nomad Advertising. Why don't you help me celebrate those businesses that are investing in the work of God happening here at Worship Harvest and as a result, many other churches are being impacted. I send you greetings and I appreciate you. All right, moving on swiftly. Today we're going to talk about pastoring, okay? Remember, we are using God's word. We're exploring kingdom businesses through God's word. And today we're going to go to Acts chapter 2 down to verse 42. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Allow me to skip to verse 46. It says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So what we're seeing in this verse is that the believers committed themselves continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, which is teaching and fellowship, and we see the results of their commitment to it. The results were miracles, signs, and wonders. And down to the last verse, there was so much growth the Lord added to the church daily. And we're picking up some of that and saying, how can we translate that into our businesses? And the focus is on the people that work for us. I think it's John Maxwell who says, and I hear Apostle Mose use this line a lot, that people are the company's most appreciable asset. So we work with these people and we have an expectation of them to bring certain results in our businesses and to take them to a certain level we've envisioned. But how much time do we take to equip them so they can be able to deliver the results that we are expecting of them to deliver? And how much time have we taken to model and to care for these people. So today the focus is on teaching as an organization, as a company, and how you can equip your people to give, to cause your company, to lead your company to deliver the best result or to grow, as we've seen in the church, that miracle signs and wonders happened, and the church grew daily. Ladies and gentlemen, talk to us about this application of this in a business space. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> When you're beginning an organization, it's important to know the structure and shape that the organization will take mm. before you actually look for the money. Many times we think the money is the most important, but the structure of the organization really matters. So that's where there's a framework I'll use. So I'll use a PARC model. A PARC model is a P-A-R-C model. So what you want to do is um, the P stands for the people, the A stands for the architecture, the R stands for the routines, and the C stands for the culture. This cuts across every and each organization. Profit or non-profit, uh, black and white, anything mm. in between. So <laughs> the P, what kind of people are you going to attract? What kind of skills do you need? Um, that will help you be able to repel certain kinds of people. What personality do you really want to uh, have on board? The architecture, how is the organization going to relate horizontally and vertically? 
who reports to who and how uh, processes really run. The routines, each dash you do dash. So how do you do, how do you carry um, those processes? How do you make sure that they are regular and there is no repeat reminders all the time? The C, you've heard of culture. Culture is really the mindsets and behavior of the people. Now, what is your culture presently and what is your aspirational culture that you wish to have uh, maybe five years or 10 years down the road? It is the mandate of the owner of the business to really structure the park so that whoever joins the organization is really streamlined and taught and, 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 and educated on those, on those things so that we don't have a clash. Mona, do you want to add that? Sure thing. Thank you. I'll start, I'll, I'll take us a little back. What does teaching and caring for people look like yeah. in an organization? It is the provision of the knowledge and the skills that are required to do one's job. And it can also be professional mm -hmm. and it can also be personal. Knowledge. Knowledge is theoretical. You know, the stuff we did in school your certificate programs, diplomas, degrees, masters, so you're getting the knowledge. And then skills tend to be practical. Yeah. Again, I'll go back to the school setting. Remember biology, chemistry, physics, you had paper one, paper two. One was theory, another one was, another one was practical. You know, you are in the lab with t test tubes and everything, so there's the, there's the, there's the knowledge and the skills. Mm. Professional, again, that is really focusing on enhancing your production, productivity, giving you the knowledge and the skills to do your job. When it comes to personal, you're now getting into the other aspects of the human being, the totality, uh, your caring. Uh, that, that brings in the element of the care. So this goes beyond uh, ensuring that you have the right skill to do the sales, to do the marketing, to do the accounting. It is caring about your marriages. Uh, I, I can imagine if you're Claire Rueza and you're, you're in her organization, she's asking every other day, when have you bought the land? You know, it's, it's ensuring that people have yeah, bought the land, yeah. that they're mm -hmm. saving, that they're investing, and that they're in a good way, their marriages are good. Yeah. So I'll, 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 yeah, I'll just want to, 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 to bring out those, those very simple elements. Yeah. It's skills and knowledge, and it can be professional yeah. and personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Mona. As usual, I'm here to, to express and represent all the Mutuawansis. So, Director Grace, as you're speaking with the, to the giraffes, please remember to bring it down closer to us. I'm here to you're bring here? it down. Okay. Thank you very much. I, I exist to bring down. <laughs> I appreciate that very, very much. And online, if you have questions, remember you can always ask the questions. Don't hesitate to take us back. If you're saying, hold up, talk about that a little bit more, go ahead and let us know in the chats. The questions will be coming to us here directly. Just Pastor to lean Florence, in. Yes. Just to, 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 now that we're talking about bringing things down, building on to what uh, director talked about, park, mm. I thought that idea should be brought down to Charlie Wajala. Mm -hmm. Charlie Wajala is our, is, our best, is our best town. <laughs> uh, or I'll use Barbara. Barbara, my market lady. Okay. So she has a target every 
week and she's, she has somebody she's working with, we're going to sell 100 bunches of matoke. But week one, when she left the person in charge, 80. Week mm. two, 70. Mm. Week three, 50. It's getting worse. It's week four, it's 45. You stop and pause. Mm. There's a target and there's a gap. Uh, and there's an actual, uh, there's a target and actual, so there's a gap. So she figures, this past, my apprentice is probably doing something wrong. Yeah. So she gets on, watch and see how I close this deal. So a one mona comes to buy tomatoes. And then she'll tell her, now you're going to see how I encourage her to buy matoke. She had come to buy tomatoes and peas, mm. but she's going to live with a bunch of matoke. And then there's that routine. So in, in the informal setting, it will be identifying those gaps yeah. in whatever aspect, in the people, in the culture, in, in that model he was talking about. But from a business point of view, it is the targets you had set. Remember, we started with a vision, a plan. A plan sets your targets. Then you're implementing. And in the implementation, you're starting to see gaps. Yeah. That informs. That's where you do your assessment. Uh, that informs, exactly? I need to close this mm. gap here mm -hmm. in terms of ourselves. In this culture, I'm talking about timekeeping. But I see that consistently, our meetings start 15 or 20 minutes beyond uh, the agreed time. We need to close that gap in our culture. So it starts with the target, yeah. the actual, the, the, the gap in there, and the assessment, which then informs what type of intervention by way of training. Yeah. Is it a knowledge gap? Is it a skills gap? Because yeah. sometimes it's not for lack of knowledge, it is the practical application. Yeah. So I thought I should just wrap it up that way. Let me now throw us the other side. Mm -hmm. um, if you stay tuned in mm -hmm. to the end, mm -hmm. we'll give you a hack on marriage, at least two. True. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so don't touch that dial. <laughs> so Mona was talking about uh, the gap. So I thought, you know, uh, there are gaps in marriage and how do we close those gaps? <laughs> Especially when you are the one who was wronged, who has aggrieved the other party. But, yeah. So, yeah. don't touch that. Yeah. There is, um, when you're running the organization, you're really setting the tempo. And many times, we want people to behave a certain way, but we've not taught them, neither yeah. have we uh, modeled mm -hmm. that, 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 that way of behavior. So you say we should be here at 7.30 and you come at 8. Hey. How can that happen? Mm. So again, there is a model, there is a framework I want us to appreciate. If you have uh, five you know, lines, on the top line, just write I model. Okay. Then on the bottom line, the next line, write I mentor. Then I monitor, then I motivate, we multiply. So the aim of the leader, therefore, is to make sure that they run the organization in such a way that they multiply themselves. Yeah. So I'll repeat that. It is I model, I mentor, mentor I monitor, monitor I motivate, and then we multiply. multiply. Now, what, what fails organizations is we try to motivate without modeling. Okay. Mm. We try to monitor mm. without modeling, modeling mm. and that falls flat. Mm. It is a sequence of, 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 of steps. Mm -hmm. We want to multiply 
before actually we mentor, before we model, how will that really happen? happen. The role of the leader in, 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 in starting and growing the organization is to make sure that they multiply themselves in every individual member of the organization mm -hmm. so that people understand your DNA, so that people understand where your heart is in certain, in certain moments. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to second guess what, your, 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 what, what action you would have made yeah. in a certain circumstances. Yeah. Yes. So what I'm hearing from what you're saying that there are steps Yes. Many times we quickly run to multiplication mm -hmm. when we have not followed through on these other M's. And at the end of that day, we end up multiplying chaos, yes. which soon catches up with us and the things don't work anyway. Yeah. But let's talk about the practicality of it. Because yeah. most of the times we open our shops, our stalls, our businesses, or whatever, to quickly make the transactions and get them going. And director, you do this with Vine every single day. I want us to talk about the practicality of it. At what point do I teach? What do I teach? And you do it every day. What are you teaching? Okay. Um, you need to know when it's appropriate to bring certain matters up. Yeah. Let me give you an example. So, um, if I'm talking to my wife, then maybe we're going to talk about the groceries. Uh, but we'll not talk about um, groceries, having another baby, the building, the church, all together in one conversation. So it is important that you know which conversation to have when. And in many cases, the challenge with the meetings that we have, we end up having what Patrick Lenchoni calls a meeting stew. Mm. The meeting is a training session, a disciplinary council, a motivational talk, um, also a sales, a, sales, a sales assessment, and every other thing. Mm -hmm. So your meetings take long, and they drag, and <laughs> you don't even want to attend them. You dread attending them. <laughs> but meetings should be exciting yeah. to attend. They should mm -hmm. be fun. Mm -hmm. So every morning, 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, we have a huddle. The huddle is just to assess what yesterday was like. Okay. So what were the sales yesterday? Who did well? Who did where, where do you need help? Where are you stuck? That's it. Mm. No stories, no motivation, no nothing. Okay. It is, you did well, what can we do? This issue came up yesterday, we are looking to resolving it. Mm -hmm. Then you have a weekly meeting. The weekly meeting is more to look after, to look at the entire week. What has happened? Where are we? Um, where, where are we on the KPIs? Mm. On the, on the, um, where are we? Um, project, what are we projecting? And what are we going to do to win? We said we'll do this. Where are, we, where, where are we on that? Then you have the monthly meeting. Now, the monthly meeting, uh, you can motivate, you can inspire, you can talk about marriage, you can talk about men, you can talk about women, you can talk about children, and all those are, are welcome to, 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 yeah. you know, to do. Yeah, to because be they make about. up the whole person. Exactly. Yeah. So what you're looking forward to is more than equipping the person with the skills that are necessary for the work, you're developing the person wholesomely. Uh, Stephen Covey talks about, in The Eighth Habit, talks about um, the body, soul, spirit, and mind. That it is not just about developing the body, it is also developing the mind. That people's way of thinking must change, people must be transformed. 
When I used to hire, I used to say that in Vine, if you join us and in one month your mind is not transformed, leave, go. Hey. Then we would have actually failed. The essence of you joining us, we should yeah. be able to transform your way of thinking so that you actually think like us. At the end of the day, what is our aim? Our aim is to develop entrepreneurs, wow. to develop uh, business-like thinking so that you behave like the owner of the business because we want you to one day own your, your own business. So if that doesn't tickle you, then you're not the right person for us. And adios and goodbye, we'll promote you and you go and work elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> External yeah. promotion, eh? Yes. A couple of things I'd like to lean in. I think I want to get into why we need to focus on the care and the people. And let me start with why we need to focus on, on the people. I once heard that people leave people. Mm -hmm. They don't leave organizations. Yeah. And it comes from an emotional bond. The other thing, especially in marriage, Grace, you realize we, we, we tend to talk about marriage, but anyway, it's a good thing. And he promised that there's going to be a tip or two. Yes, yeah. two, two. Yeah. two. There's something about uh, uh, banking credits yeah. and withdrawing. You need to have enough credits sometimes to take ah. you through the low points. So there's need to, 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 to deposit in the credit bank. Yeah. And that is done especially through the care, mm. the concern and it needs to come naturally. So we need to be able to strike up conversations and have these conversations with our colleagues, with our staff, with everybody that we work with to form those relationships. Mm. So that it's not waiting for the but moment. Oh, you're doing very well, um, you but. keep time and everything. Usually people are tense, they're saying you're just buttering me up, waiting, you're about to throw in <laughs> my area of, of improvement. No, the conversations should, 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 you should even have conversations that are just focusing on people's positives, yeah. you know, so that, you know, they get high on the endorphins and they're very happy to go ahead. But you're, you're, you're banking that, you're, you're, you're inquiring about their children Yesterday, they didn't come in uh, because their child was sick. Mm. So it's not a case of, okay, since you missed uh, yesterday's work, uh, here is what you needed to do. No. How is your daughter? How is she feeling? Do you want to go home early? And that type of thing. That's where care comes in. Because care and, and that, the credits in the, in the bank allow for the application of discretionary effort. Discretionary effort is when people do that which they are not exactly paid for. You know, without telling themselves, they're like, there's something subliminally in their minds where they know, I know work stops at five, but we really have to close this proposal. I will give it another extra one or two hours and they don't think about it. There's a relationship there. Yeah. And you also want people to agonize or think about when uh, uh, they're leaving. Another thing we, 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 we must demystify, people will come and go. Yeah. So make peace with it. Make peace with it and work it in your model and be open about it. And like director said, they're, they're growing, for instance, people in Vine Pharmacy to be entrepreneurs. So if you're growing people like that, they're going to see opportunities yeah. and yeah. move. So build that in your model. Yeah. Yeah. 
ask people what their plans are, what their targets are. And they'll say, to be honest, I think I have another three years with you. Because then that allows you plan, that allows you also pour into them. And those are your ambassadors for uh, uh, the future. They'll probably be customers or re refer uh, references and referrals and that type of thing. Yeah. So I wanted to lean into why. Because you want somebody, when they're assessing why they should leave your organization, it mm. is... It is emotional, it is everything taken into totality. Sometimes you're being offered an extra 50,000 or 100,000 or one extra million, but somebody thinks, where will I get somebody who thinks about, who cares about me to this extent, yeah. uh, counsels me in marriage, so that it ceases to be a monetary transaction. Yeah. It is important that we move from just the professional and take into account uh, care yeah. and ensure that it is a total, uh, total growth total development, yeah, and yeah, generally both the professional and the personal. You know, US, while you were speaking, something mm -hmm. popped in my head. We normally talk about work-life balance. balance. Okay. The thing I want to bring out is that these two are highly emotive. Okay. They are highly emotional. The way you are emotional at, at home is the way you are emotional at work. And okay. that is why it is important for us to, not, to note that. When does it come out? At the point when you ask someone to leave, then you see all the emotions pour out. So you know what, this organization is not nice. I have been cheated, I have been, you are fake. You know, I'm you, are, you, are, you are thieves, <laughs> and that kind of thing. Work is very emotional. Yeah. Part of your identity, Work forms part of your identity. So if I ask you who you are, you say, I am the CEO of... Because work is really part of your identity. So when we pull away that identity, you're suffering to know what, what next. I like what uh, Mona has hinted on, is that it is important for us, in order not to have those high emotions and name-calling and, you know, curses, <laughs> it is important for us to be clear that on this day, you will leave. Mm. Okay. Mm. So just like uh, you're clear about when the meeting will start and when it will end, mm. it's also good to say um, you'll start work on 1st January 2022 yeah. and on, first, on 31st December 2027, we shall call it a day. So that both of us have our expectations clear. So in, in, within those five years, what do you want from me? What can I do to help you? What do I expect from you and how can you deliver? I understand beyond that you have other aspirations you can have and it's okay. So during our journey, what do you expect from me? What can I expect from you? Once we have that clear, then it's okay. It's also important to note that some people will be with you for a year mm. and then they'll leave and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Some people will be with you for two years and then they'll leave and that's okay. But that the, the end conversation is as, as important as the beginning conversation. conversation. And both sides are clear about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I like what you're saying. Um, this is what's bringing it to my mind, that people usually don't want to train because they have the fear that if I train you and you leave. But it's okay, even if they leave after one year, the thing you've both talked about is that they should leave better people than they came in, right? So even if it's after a year, two years, we should still go ahead and train them. Dif different people in the organization also have different needs. And, and, and we can't leave this set without talking about Jack Welsh's differentiation model. 
there we have the A players, the B players, and the C, and all of them are different stages and need different ways to be motivated so they can grow. Why don't you talk to us about the, that model, the Jack Welch's model of A, B, C, which some people are against completely because they think everyone should be treated the same, which is maybe not true and not right, but let's lead into it. Um, sometimes when you're hiring, you get it wrong. And so be, be at peace yeah. that um, you <laughs> will get hires. it wrong. Okay. <laughs> you will get it wrong. Yeah. You know? Someone was coached on how to answer the yeah. questions. Yeah. The CV was prepared you know? for them. Yes. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge? I, you know, I demand for results. <laughs> 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 you know, your biggest weakness, I'm a go-getter. <laughs> so... <laughs> What motivates you? What motivates you? Results. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so sometimes, even as an, you know, an interviewer, an employer, you get it wrong and you're, you know, you say, you know, Pastor Solomon, you're hired. <laughs> then two months later, you realize, mm, we could have got it wrong. And so, it is important to realize that we will give you a probation period. Yeah. If you don't cut it, then we shall agree that both of us need to part ways before we, we begin being philosophers and giving up on people <laughs> and saying everyone is a thug, everyone, no. Before you, you know, classify everyone as a thug, make sure that you're able to identify. Yeah. But um, there's a study that was actually carried out that the thing that we actually need is good talent density. Okay. How much talent and how much talent density of talent do you have in your organization? In such a way that it automatically repels the wrong kind of people. people. Yeah. And great people can easily identify other great people mm. and they actually identify yeah. easily work better with, with other, other great, great people. people. Mm. So these guys had 120 people working with them. They got the 40 who were not doing well and uh, asked them to leave. Mm -hmm. And the organization actually improved 80%. Yeah. Because everyone knew what the other person was doing and there was no workaround. Yeah. It's, you, you've, you, you, if you've worked for an organization more than a year, you know there are those people you just have to work around. And you just say, you know what, whether they're there or not, let's work, let's work around them. Yeah, let's work yeah. around them. And that demotivates the entire organization mm. 30 to 40 percent. Just one person alone can suck energy. 30 to 40 percent of energy, mm. just one person. So it is good for us to have honest conversations and yeah. say, you know what, you're not a bad person. Maybe it is important to note that you could work with Oxfam, okay. Save the Children Fund, mm. that are not profit, uh, they don't have a bottom line. Um, oh, so I work in that sector. There's okay, a okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Because we must be clear what our bottom line mm -hmm. is, yeah. okay? And so, I usually say we are not going in vain, we are not going to compete with Oxfam, with Save the Children Fund, no. They are non-governmental organizations. We are a profit-making organization. So we want them dime, okay? So at the end of the day, how much dime have you brought on the table? That is it, no feelings, no nothing, Either, yeah. So, you allow a certain portion of the organization to leave, not because yeah. they are bad, but then you realize the match and the synchronicity and the chemistry is not working. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd like to talk about three things uh, about that model, the ABC. Yeah. And particularly, I want to talk about reward and recognition, yes. bonus and incentive, yes. as well as succession planning. But just to demystify one element about uh, the not-for-profit uh, sector, before I get into those, there's an element of value for money. So even these organizations that you see giving grants, yeah. they look at grants as investments. So if we give this grant and it's supposed to improve people's livelihoods from a health perspective or that type of thing, there are assessments that are done that have we achieved our investment objectives. So people who are living in the commercial uh, sector, going to the development sector, it's no walk in the park. There's still uh, value that has to be uh, ascertained. But going back to your example, yeah. uh, the Jack Welsh model, the A being the, the ones that walk on water, the excellent guys, they're usually 5%. Then you have in the same bell curve about uh, your... Uh, 80 or thereabouts, and then uh, the C's who are also nearly the same amount as the, 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 the A's. Two models, you obviously, cannot, uh, you obviously cannot treat the ordinary folk who just show up, who come and do the eight to five. If it's 100 units, they're just doing their 100 units. They've been there on, on time. That's, that's satisfactory to good performance. Yeah. Then there are the people that we call walking on water. If the target is 100, they're brought in 500. Uh, these are guys who come in at six uh, and leave, and you know, they tend to work smart. Six, leave at three, you understand? And uh, they've left with 500 units. You cannot treat those people the same way because if you do, you end up making them become the eight to five, 100 yeah. units, yeah. clocking out and yeah. gone. Yeah you actually want to motivate and have more people moving from the good to the satisfactory to good to excellent. excellent. How do you do this? By reward and recognition, bonus and incentive. Yeah. Recognition is pausing in the middle of a workday, quarterly, monthly, weekly, to recognize outstanding players, performance. Yes, yes you, need to out, you, you need to recognize it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you do it in the moment, sometimes you wait for a bigger audience, because yeah. sometimes the recognition has got to be beyond just us two. Yeah. I can't only yeah. keep recognizing so you in an email to you. Yeah. Uh, when I meet you in the corridor, I'm recognizing you. People take pride in being celebrated. Mm. And you know there's this uh, rule, rebuke in private, Celebrate. praise, and celebrate in public. Yes. So you're, you're, you're recognizing. Then you're also rewarding, especially in an organization that has bonus and incentives, the, the, the reward is usually non-monetary. Yeah. It is because of your excellent performance, you and your family get a week away in Chobe Lodge. Come on. You understand? Yeah. So uh, that is really where the reward is. Or you have won a study tour yeah. to go to Canada to go and learn or uh, about green investments or you, 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 you're going to, you're going to um, Bishop Oyedepo's church. You know, you're going to be planted there for, for a month. You know, you're, you're, that type of thing. Mm. So that's the reward. It's non-monetary, but it really adds value. It better yeah. be significant. Eh? Mm. Uh, please don't give people plastic flowers <laughs> or and gallons. Eh? Mm. Uh, you understand? It really be it yeah. better be valuable. Yeah. Something that has them stopping, pausing, 
talking about, you know, and remembering and reflecting. Mm. So reward and recognition, yeah. that's how you differentiate. Then the non-performers, the by the way, there are some conversations you need to have. You've been consistently at this. Indeed, what uh, Grace talked about, external promotion. Or, <laughs> or remedial action. By the way, external promotion, yeah. sucking, firing, is usually, should be the issue of last resort. Jack Welsh, I find a bit too harsh. So, you know, <laughs> you, you take what you want, you pick and choose, but there should be remedial action, mm. even for the normal group. Remedial action, we want to get you from bad to even just satisfactory, yeah. okay? So these are the steps that we are going to get into. The assessment that we talked about, you're consistently just having 20 units of sales. Mm. The standard is 100. What do we, and you can't take a person from 20 to 100. No. Can we in three months work towards 20 to 50 units? And you coach. Okay? Mm. And coach mm. and stop Train. and encourage mm. and motivate. Yeah and celebrate that you moved from 20 to 50. When people start to do well uh, in just the, 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 the 30 jump and you celebrate that, they'll be motivated to keep learning and get to 100. Meanwhile, you have the lot of 100 who now you want to get them towards excellent. Mm -hmm. And in the, you know recruitments and exits tend to happen between the, 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 the satisfactory to good uh, sometimes they'll leave. The excellent also tend to leave because they're very sought after. So that's why you need to re constantly reward and recognize yeah. them. Yeah. And interestingly, also in the seas, there's usually, that's where somebody is picking the coached person only to get there and, and they're a different thing. So there's that. Bonus and incentive. Incentive is the driver that you put in uh, to ensure that you realize that these people have what it takes to get to 200. Yeah. So what do I need to incentivize them with yeah. uh, to get to that level? A model that can, can I, I, I'll use a, a, a very simple model. Sometimes people give you an equity stake in their businesses. Sometimes. And so that as the company grows, your 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 equity holding is also growing because there are dividends that are going to be paid. Uh, so some organizations have given their employees uh, equity, equity holdings, positions, so that somebody has the big picture, that if I grow this company, the value of my shares in this organization are going to grow when they're paying out dividends, that will be. But then typically, most incentives that people know is if you sell uh, 20 of these extra, get you get 5% more or this and that type of thing. So that's a very simple model. Mm. Then bonus. Bonus is the game changer. It is over and above even the incentive. There are some organizations that aim to give very good bonuses that should be game changing. It shouldn't be very similar to the incentive jump. It should be significantly bigger. Yeah. People want to know that with my bonus of 2021, I finished roofing. Yeah. You know, people need to touch something. I topped up and bought a car. I paid off this debt that I had. So organizations, of course, within reason, need to see what is reasonable, but also significant. It really must make a difference. Yeah. So people uh, and employers 
really think about these things and the organization must see that it has cost you. Because these people are aware of these numbers. They'll be like, especially say people that work in banks, um, you've made all these billions and they'll, they'll calculate and say, if the, if the bank could just spare 1% of these billions to give it to, you know, the, uh, to commit it to the bonus and incentive schemes, people are calculating. So when it's poultry compared to what they know they're bringing in, there'll be some slack. So if we're, not, if we're not sharing in the successes of the organization, the lady in the market needs to think, if we sell uh, all these bunches of matoke, you have five of them to sell, and that is your, that yeah. is your, that is your... That's your bonus. That's, that's your bonus, bonus. you yeah. understand? So mm. for someone at that level, yeah. it makes a difference. You yeah. know, of these 20 bunches of matoke, five are mine. Even the person you have hired also knows that, you know, and, yeah. and it, it keeps them from, 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 it keeps them honest and keeps them committed. Succession planning. We talked about it. People come and go. Some people will tell you. Some people will be honest. Some, the timelines will change. Are supposed to be here two years, maybe three years. We'll see how it goes. But generally, people come and go. Business must continue. Everybody must have a succession plan around them. And that's the purpose of yeah. training. So training helps you know who is whose yeah. substitute. Yeah. You know, the people at Vine, your customers at Vine are used to having um, the doors open at eight and they'll get what they want. This business that so-and-so quit and therefore the shop isn't open, there's nobody to serve me, breaks the service. Yeah. So you have to have a succession plan. Who's who's substitute? Who's being groomed? Who's being, who's being prepared to take it to the next level? Yeah. Yeah. There is a law of the thirds. In many cases, the organization head, when you have the, the, the bottom third, they kind of draw your attention. And what happens is, if you have ABC, because they are poor performers, you spend more time attending to them. Mm. And then the B become the C. The Bs become the C. And then the As become the Bs. And then you have an organization going Down. south unintendedly. So your focus should be create more S so that the B's become S and then the C's become. But also make sure you are an A. Mm. Because in many cases, A's higher S. Mm. B's higher C's. Mm. Yes. So B's higher C's because they want to be better than them. <laughs> So make sure you want A to hire an A, and then make sure that you eliminate the Cs, and then convert the Bs to yes. A. Wow. If you're a B, you're going to hire Cs, and then your organization will be worse off. Yeah. Wow. So we've run out of time. Why don't you help me, first of all, appreciate um, Mona and Director Grace. Yes. Thank you. Our hack. Our what? Hack. Our hack. Oh, yes. The two marriage. Yes. Oh, please, yeah. why don't you go ahead? I also have been told that there's also another story from the business lounge, so... Okay. Two things. Um, <laughs> when you are in marriage and you are the wrong doer, in this case, you're the one who is the... Offender. The offender. Yeah. Okay. Now, you may be a serial offender. That's another <laughs> problem. But let's assume that you are, you know, you, you, are, you, are, you, you are the bad person and you really want things to be get better. So what you do get your spouse, okay? They are so cold to you. Mm. Just get... Ice. Now, to people who are getting married, listen to me. Yes. <laughs> get your spouse and just get to hold their hand uh -huh. and keep quiet. 
Okay. Do nothing. <laughs> else you, okay. Just hold her hand. You know, if so she you can see who usually is, you know, the offensive. Uh -huh. Just hold her hand. Hold it there. Don't say anything. You uh -huh. will see magically the temperature drop and then you're able to. Uh -huh. Hack number two. Okay. So she's very annoyed. She's really pissed at you. Huh? Mm. So what you do, go get food, okay, for two, and put it on one plate. Then say, you know what? We are going to eat off one plate. Hey. The very act of eating off one plate is mind-boggling. Don't question. Do it. <laughs> when you see me, give me a chizike. <laughs> ah. Thank you, Director Grace. You know where you got that from, so if it works, you know where to pay. Mona, there's a story from Business Lounge. Why don't you share it with us? Pastor Chris says there's a story. Which one? Well, I guess we'll get to share it next time, but I saw there's yeah. an incredible story that happened in the Business Lounge for those that were hanging out last Sunday. We're drawing blanks. We're drawing blanks. Next Sunday. Tune in. In fact, they need to come back next Sunday. To be continued. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Why don't you help me appreciate Mona once again and Director Grace for helping us be able to lead our organization so they can grow. The things I've captured from today is that care for the people and train them because these guys are literally handling your capital, your thousand millions of capital. So you want to equip them to be able to bring the result that you want. But also differentiate. Different people in your organization need something different. The A players reward and recognize. The B players coach and train so they can go up to A. And then the C, director has called it um, external promotion. Okay? And remedial yeah. action. And remedial action, yes. Or sometimes just replacing them on another seat on the bus. It could be that they're in the wrong seat anyway. But all in all, let's train, let's equip the people so they can deliver the results we want to see in our businesses. But at the same time, for multiplication and succession, right? We want to always have people margin in our businesses so that every single time someone says they're leaving, an A player says they're leaving, you're not reacting. Succession planning. Yeah, you, whenever you have more trained and equipped people, you will have more people to succeed and take the organization to the next level. Or even multiply and you have, you know, multi-branches of people who are performing really, really well wherever they are. And lastly, train everything. Give the marriage hugs, right? Because these people are holistic. They have lives and all those lives affect how they perform at work. Thank you so much for joining us today for Business Garage. I'm sure you picked one or two things. If you know somebody who could benefit from this, go ahead and share the link with them. These messages are always uploaded on the podcast, on Podbean, or you can just tell them to go back to our YouTube channel to pick these trainings. You can even use these trainings at your place of work. Just go and play it. This could be part of your training material, right? For your heads of department and all of that, it could take your organization to another level. Thank you so much for joining us. We never want to close our broadcast without giving somebody who is watching an opportunity to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Jesus ultimately is a lover of people for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And today we celebrate the gift of salvation because when God loves us so much, he gives his very best so that we can live better lives as human beings here on earth and when we pass on to glory. So if you'd like to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, why don't you go ahead and say these words after me. Dear Jesus, I come to you today. Forgive my sins. Take my life and do something significant with it. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth 
that I am born again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've just said that simple, simple prayer, correct, you are born again right now. You can go ahead and send a, a message or call this number. There's somebody, a pastor behind this line who will help you make sense of the decision you have just made. The number is 0775-642-449. 0775-642-449. We can't wait to hear from you to help you walk this journey that you have just started on today. If you're here in the house or at a location and you're watching me, at the location where you are, there's a business lounge set up for you and other like-minded people to connect and carry on this conversation. Probably you want to say, this is where I'm at. How can I implement what I have just had. All of that connection and networking happens in the business lounge. So don't leave without connecting with people like you in the business lounge. 9 a.m. service is coming up, so do stay for the service. If you're watching from a, at a location or if you're watching us online, come on, run to the nearest location so you can receive the word prepared for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next Sunday here at Business Garage. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.